but it's, um, it's been a it's been a fun ride. But no, I do remember Dan the first time seeing you, and I was like, "Who the fuck is that?" Um, and this was before being friends with you, and and now you know seeing your personality, I feel like that kind of word off a little bit. But um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the read. Ain't nobody love, love me, me better. better. Make me happy. Make me feel this way. Hey, mm, mm, mm. ain't nobody mm, mm, mm. love me better mm, mm, mm. than my bed. Mm, mm. God, is that a godsend? I beg your pardon. Have you been a whore recently? Have no. Have you been whoring yourself? Because there's been no you... whoring. Love I, haven't bed. Received I'm a, I haven't received a single payment. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I have no words. <laughs> I don't know why I wanted. I wanted a little shock <sighs> moment to be the intro. And then I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna say it like I'm doing a... You know, in, have you ever seen a TED Talk? Yes, and you know I, love have, a, I love a TED Talk. And they have a very specific way of speaking. Like yes. it's the TED Talk where it's speaking. It's very demanding, get, isn't it? It's very, it's very demanding, and they're always like asking questions. But when they get like near the end, and they're like doing their, they're like coming to the climax. So we go da da da, da da da, da da da, like that. That sort of pattern. And I was like, oh well, I'm just gonna do "Ain't Nobody" by Shaka Khan, but to that. And then I was and like, <laughs> midway through, I realised, oh, I'm actually quite sleepy and would like to go back to bed. Um, <laughs> But, you know, oh, so I was like, God. I'm just going to devote this to my bed. Hi, guys, this is the 802. <laughs> this is the 802 for another week. And the radio live giving you the, giving you everything you need, you want, everything you can ask for in a podcast. Because why? This is the 802. And you're here because you love to listen. So, hello. How are we doing? Hello. I am your resident coach conductor. My name is Dan. If you didn't um, know, this is what? <laughs> episode something 18. Episode 18, boy. I swear we, it's not. I swear it's it not. It is. It is. Counted. Counted. I counted this morning. I counted okay. this morning. Well, it's, I'm not for the third episode in a row going to do a <laughs> count of how many episodes we've done. I'm just going to take the word for it. If you don't know my name by now, you, well, now you do. Welcome. Welcome on board the coach. We're happy to have you. I'm your conductor, and this is your driver, Nick. Yeah, it is 18. I just can't it again. Of course you did. <laughs> 18 oh. bitches. 18. Jesus and that's, Christ. and that's not counted back of the bus either. That is actually 18 episodes. So here you go. If you said it, look at that. Look at that. I don't know what. We also went into lockdown 2.0. Oh, we'll get into that. Oh, God, God. I got something to tell you. Right. Well, let's jump into it. Let's announcements. Any announcements from you? No, I have no announcement whatsoever. I must have even... known. I actually have one. So um, the hotel where I am staying at, the hotel where I'm staying at, <laughs> I have one. So, you know, the 802 is this week international again. This time I am in the lovely island of Rhodes in Greece. I love how you life. said that, like, the last time we went international was because I was on holiday when it was literally you were on holiday again. No, you, you was in Scotland. That's the same country. But, you, honey, you still just, there's a border. Yeah, we mightn't see it, but there's a border. <laughs> okay, fair. I crossed the border. Go on. All I'm saying is you've been on holiday twice while this show's happened, and I haven't been on holiday once. Honey, honey, honey. Oh, sugar, sugar. Go on. Uh, Hotel. Uh, oh. You better, better be telling the people in my business so loudly. <laughs> That's the song. Singing honey, sugar honey. like I have a like sugar do, daddy do. or something. Oh, sugar, sugar. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, and... I don't know. I don't know. This is this this is just a fun show today. I mean, it's just we're both just laughing, having fun because you know we're in good we're in good mood and we're giving you a good mood as well because you're riding with us another week. And my announcement is I have to say hello to Noah. She is she has been the tour guide at Sun Sunbeam in Rhodes, and she has 
taking us drinking, taking us for food, taking us to the beach. And she didn't even, she didn't, she didn't, she, we didn't even, we didn't, did not even pay for a tour package. She just oh, did it wow. out of the kindness of, out of her good heart. And I said, you know what? Let me do something. So I decided, and she, she I helped, she also subscribed to the podcast on, um, when I showed her, she's like, yeah, subscribe. So Noah, thank you for being amazing. I know, and so now we have one new listener in Greece. And if that's something to be proud of, hey, we'll have that more. Who knows? Definitely something to be proud of. No, yeah. we, we see you. Yeah. We respect you. We thank you for showing Nick a good time while he's in Yes. Code. Amazing. And Others a good time. <laughs> Ma'am, you're so loud. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, I have no other announcement apart from that. So, do you have any announcements? Uh, yeah, Dan-Jones? so I want to just once again shout out the Front Room Podcast um, yes. with our dear friend Seb, who mm-hmm. has given me a new workout plan. Um, wait, 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 wait. We need to tell the people. Me and Dan actually met asked for the first time from since this podcast started last week in the and gym. And you missed it. And we you forgot to missed post it. About because it. we have we not posted about it. <laughs> At the same time, we're in the same air. Distance. We're in the same sweaty gym <laughs> air. Yeah. Checking it was out great. The same booties. I know, and we were just, it was a fun, and you know what, we trained with our friend Seb, who was from the podcast, from the front of the podcast, it was incredible, we had a laugh, and um, yeah, he's just, just a wonderful person, so if you haven't hit the subscribe button, go over there, listen to him, because he is churning out podcast episodes like butter. Yeah, and I'm going to keep shouting them out until uh, everyone knows that I support the Front Room Podcast, and also, since he gave me my new routine, my legs arms shoulders and tits have never hurt more so i think i think maybe he hates me (laughs) i I doubt no no nobody he's going to listen to this he's going to listen to this he's he's going to text you and be like danielle how did you think i hate you (laughs) he's not gonna say how do you think i hate you he's like how did it take you this long to work it out Um, second announcement is I want to um, give a shout out to a former guest we had on the show. Um, actually, on your last holiday episode, um, we were joined by Darkwa. Yay! Um, Darkwa has just launched his own magazine called Chapters. Mm-hmm. You can find them on Instagram at Chapters Magazine. That's Chapter with a Z. It's Chapter Z Magazine, I think is the full name of it. Um, some excellent content on there. These just beautiful photography. So go have a look on there and Darkwa, well done on that launch. We are here for it. Amen. We you know we love Darkwa. He's I, I always I always look at his stuff on Instagram and see his posts and stuff and I think to myself, you are just doing it for us, boy. Do it. Do it well. I always think we where you getting you. all that tool. What? Tool. You see he's always he's always coated in tool. You know the fabric I know. tool? Am I saying yeah. that right? Like, yeah, bitch, who, bitch, who's feeding you all this tool? I don't know where you buy tools. I ain't no designer. Um, but yeah, those are my announcements for the week. Yes. Getting into and some good gay blackness, some good creativity stuff. Yes, indeed, indeed. Now, Nick. Yes. Nick. Yes. You know the name of the next segment. Oh. Oh. It's a little test. Oh. Yes, we are. This week's segment of Let Me Tell You Something. Let Me Tell You Something. <laughs> Let Me Tell You I got a jingle. Let Me Tell You Something. Let Me Tell You Wanna be Tell You Something. I'm gonna tell you something. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, so that's it. We're gonna make that. We'll make that, that jingle. That really good. Did you come up oh, with that yourself? Oh, honey. No. Um, me? Of course it did. Of course, copyright do not charge me. That was not. I've never heard it anywhere that else. Was ne- that was never created by anyone else. No copyright. Please don't sue us. That was just made by us. Only by us. <laughs> and never nowhere else. In this week, there's there's two things I we need to touch on. Number one, lockdown two point mm-hmm. Oh god. And now, I have I have been um, accused of not. I wouldn't say complaining on the show, but having some very strong opinions. On this show. <laughs> Who's told you off now? Well, you know, some people have been listening and they're like, Dad, we're really enjoying the show, but you, you care a lot about a lot of things. And I'm like, look, sometimes the girls tire me out. 
But sometimes Diet has a Diet Coke or a Pepsi or a fucking monster. Sometimes That's what it is. There, there is chemicals <laughs> running through my veins, oh. and I just have to deal with it. So this week, I'm not gonna. There's gonna be no rant from me. I'm in a good mood. Like you girls seem to have been able to keep your shit together, so I don't have to do anything. But I'm gonna say, Miss Johnson, like what? 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 Our coronavirus is spiking. It's getting close to like the rates it was at, at the last peak. And the way we're going to deal with that is no one can drink after 10 and you have to stay in groups of six in mm-hmm. your house and out. Mm. To me, this doesn't make sense. Mm-mm. But and this is where I usually go, but I will defer to people who know. But the the people who seem to know, it doesn't seem to make sense for them either. So, no. you know, what? I'm just going to I'm going to stay in my house. I'm going to go to the gym. I will go to an occasional small gathering and that will be it. I will do my that, civic duty. That's if they keep the gym. That's the, that's the other thing. You know what I mean? It just seems like everything's up in the air. My whole thing is this, right? Like, at first, I was okay with, you know, like, it, it was it was really hard to get used to the new normal from the get-go. I, I understand that, but I just feel like... Uh, BJ, please, step up and do she, something because I feel like you're ain't doing nothing. She not know what she's talking about, yeah. She yeah, got you a just, clue. yeah, like you're like you're making us, you're making us the people feel 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 like 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 we're the ones running the country because you feel like like we don't think you don't know what you're doing. It's just a mess. But hey, you know what? If if it as again again if if this is for the safety of other people, I totally get it. But please, 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 please get your structure, your map for a better Britain and the UK. On point because right now it's just it's a it's a castle made out of sand. Yeah. Just or, give me a yeah, list. So, you know. Just let me know this is the things I can do, this is the things I can't do. Or even just here are the things you can't do. That's the easiest one. And then I'll work to that. At the moment it just seems like you have to sort of pick up context clues. I, I know, feel like right? you shouldn't be like defending against a virus using intuition and hope. <laughs> Read him, drag her. No, there should be no. I said there's going to be no read this week, so we're going to move on to. Oh, we're doing, we're doing well. We're doing well. We're doing well. We're, this one we're holding me. composure. We're holding composure. I'm. I might cry on the next one because this, 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 this one isn't. Yeah. This week, we lost Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh. Ruth Bader Ginsburg died on Friday night, uh, and. I don't, I don't know what to say about this. Mm-hmm. So, th- putting aside the politics for a moment and the fact that that country, God wants it gone. Essentially, it it struck them. He struck them with a virus. He struck them with Trump. He struck them mm-hmm. with literal fire. He wants it gone from the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Ruth Bader Ginsburg has been on the U.S. Supreme Court since 1993 mm-hmm. and during that time has been a champion of LGBT rights. To She was essentially made herself an enemy of the, the right and the far right by just refusing to see any difference between heterosexual and homosexual relationships. Mm-hmm. So... She penned the dissent in 2018 when the Supreme Court ruled in favour of... Do you remember the bakery that refused to serve a same-sex yes. couple? Yes, they, yes, yes. They ruled in favour of that. Mm-hmm. Um, she said that it was obvious discrimination mm-hmm. on it, which it obviously was, because yeah. if, if they were a straight couple, they would have got that cake. She has, during her long career, supported LGBT rights... Mm-hmm. almost unwaveringly yeah and as an actual powerhouse of a woman will be missed so much and i don't know i don't even live in the country that she has been defending but the if you are in the u.s and you are LGBT, you are basically staring down the barrel of a shotgun right now. 
because one of the strongest defenders of your right to exist peacefully and have the same rights as every heterosexual couple is no longer there and potentially the person who will fill that seat could think the exact opposite and is more likely to think the exact opposite given who's going to select them. That's scary. Yeah, it is 100% really scary. So, well, Ruth, you lived a life that hardly any of us will ever compare to. Um, Rest in peace. You did your work. Um, And we hope that everybody over on that side of the Atlantic can do their work to make sure that yours is preserved rather than handing it over to an orange demon and some old white men. (laughs) Orange demon. (laughs) The orangutan, honey. The orangutan, uh, honey. Um, What happened in Barbados? Oh, what happened in Barbados? Did you not see this? Oh, yes, that they declared um, that they were... They didn't. They wanted to be their own country away from the UK. Is that correct? They did. They uh, yes, because of their colonial past. Correct. Yes. So they want yes. to remove the Queen as yes. the head of state. I'm like, mm-hmm. um, go ahead. And Barbados is now going to recognise same-sex unions. We love to see it. So the Bayesian girl, them, we see ya. Yeah, and I'm going <laughs> to let Nick do the accent. <laughs> well, that's my best Bayesian accent. The Bayesian girl, then. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not going to try. I'm not going to disrespect Rihanna like that. I just think it would be. I think I did it pretty well. I think. Yeah, no, you, you yeah. did. I'm just saying, I, I will not be trying because I know what I sounded like when I tried to do the Jamaican accent. And oh, I didn't understand that there were going to be people who were going to be worse than Jesse from Little Mix. Oh, God. And that is uh, disappointing. Because yeah. I am half Jamaican. <laughs> oh, and they expected um, more from you. Look, I'm sorry to my people and my culture, but hell, if they got if they want to have an issue with it, go talk to my dad if you can find him. <laughs> and that's we leave that we leave that for another eight or two episode. But you know what? It, I think I think it's important that they decided to you know um, embark on this journey for them because um, if uh, of course you know if anyone knows about the wind the wind rush and scandal, Barbados was a very they were a very big part of that part of other Caribbean islands. So the fact that they are willing to you know step at the, like the reason why as well why they did this is because this, they're saying that the Queen could have acted when the wind rush scandal erupted on the eve of the Commonwealth Summit. In 2018, and she did not. So, hey, if these are their reasons for, you know, and wanting to become a republic on their own and, you know, declaring that they don't want to have the, the head of state, hey, good for you. Do, do what one, you... If I could, if I could separate myself from this backwards nation, if I could, can I disassociate myself from the UK? Um, uh, I mean, you could try, but you're still All British. All I'm saying is, Barbados, <laughs> if you're taking applications... <laughs> like I don't take up that much room. I'm, 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 I like to think quite nice. I will respect your culture. I will Same. try my best not to do the accent yes. when I speak yes. to any of you until I've acclimatized in about four years, and then yeah. then I can sound like I'm from the island. Um, but you know, if you've got open spaces and you just need like a a, a not bad looking gay, I'm right here. And also, in, have a in the wings, when the wings and waiting, <laughs> she has to come too. The cat would have to come yes. too. So let yeah. me know if that's yes. an issue. Basically, what yes. I'm saying is, Barbados, if you've got a spare room ad, and <laughs> you're like, just just point me to it, point me to it, and we'll see what happens. Because I think, I think, mm-hmm. I would be a good fit. I think so as well, Daniel. I think so as well. <laughs> you don't want to come in, Barbados with me. I mean. Only if Rihanna's there, and of course, we need to talk about the Queen real quick. Why? Because she's from Barbados, and because we love her. And Daniel and I have always been massive Rihanna fans, as well as Beyonce. Me more than, me, me a bigger fan than, than Daniel, but hey, we still of love Beyonce? her. Beyonce? No, of Rihanna. 
Okay. We know, yeah, I'll give you we, that one. Uh, we know now, this. before we know. you get it twisted, listeners, and yes. start thinking that Dan's hating on Rihanna, and nope. Dan said Rihanna's shit, and Dan said Rihanna's no. coochie smells like, I don't know. That's like, not what this is. See, see, I couldn't even finish the sentence, because I don't, okay? <laughs> I support yeah. Rihanna. I love Rihanna. I, I think her music is great. I really like all the business work. I like that she is building herself up to be this, like, a mogul. businesswoman, Johnny. A, a true businesswoman. I like that she has sex with her boyfriend in a pool while people awkwardly take pictures. If you take and, pictures of Rihanna. And she smokes weed so freely as well. And openly. And then teas always be out. They're covered <laughs> in crystals, darling. They're covered in crystals. I love yeah. me some Rihanna. I just personally am a more of a Beyonce fan. And there's and nothing wrong with that. I love the other one. It's not 2016 anymore. The argument is dead. They can both be successful. Let's move Amen. on. Amen. Yes, even if she does, move on, please. even if she does, even if she does sleep with Jay Z, who knows? We'll never tell. Hey, it is what it is. But yes, let's continue. <laughs> oh, wow. She didn't sleep with Jay Z. People just want to say she slept with Jay Z because people yeah. hate to think that women, black women can be successful without having to have fucked for it. Agreed. Agreed. It's either oh they they suck this dick or they slept with this man or they're wit- they did witchcrafts or they're demon worshippers. Mm-hmm, Maybe sometimes mm-hmm. they're just good and committed and cute and fun. Exactly. And you need to appreciate that because they exist. Yeah. Amen. She, but she on was the top on of... the replay from 16. <laughs> yes. yes. SOS from 16. Yes. Okay. Rihanna oh, deserves the respect that I'm going to give yes. her on this show. Yes. Even if I can't afford her, um, her skin by Rihanna. So, hey, if you want to send me some skin by Rihanna, honey, send it to me because we need the sponsorship. <laughs> send us the skincare. <laughs> Drop the skincare, honey. Anyway, I think we're like their brand ambassador is Normani. Like, oh my god, which we're going like, to talk about are, real we're quick. We're not even close to Normani level. And she has, and she has JoJo we're not even as close well. Close to Dinah Jane level yet. Oh, but god, we'll get there. Give us another few weeks. We'll, <laughs> we'll get it. <laughs> so on the second of October, um, in next month, Rihanna and her diverse cast of savages, including Paris Hilton's Irina Shayak, Lizzo, Shea Coulee. Willow oh, Smith, on. Demi Moore, the winner of the latest installment of Drag Race, Miss Who? Miss Who? Oh, the Jada Essence Hall, honey. 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 And Lizzo, Bella Hadid, Cara Delevingne, and Nomani all gonna be all up in the Savage Fenty show again? Honey, we love to see it. We love to see it. Talent, diversity. That is. We love. That, that is, is a cast. Names. That is a cast. You understand? Where they shooting this? It's going to be on. I think it's going to be on Amazon. Amazon. Um. Amazon. Amazon Prime. Amazon Video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I saw someone tweet today about why is Amazon Prime's user interface so messy, and it genuinely stresses me out. Yeah, it is very. It is very stressful. You got all that money. You can't make your. You can't just rip off Netflix and change the colors. Yes. Exactly. Why you gotta look like that? <laughs> she's also, um, she's also Gigi Good is actually on the the um, on the cast as well. Yeah, <laughs> I know for a fact she's. I know for a fact she has three. She has three black drag queens on it. I know. What, I know two is is Jada and um, Jada and Shay. Shay, but I know there's someone else as well. I can't remember, but she and it's good. It just shows that. Is Br- it Eureka Renna- O'Hara? Is she the third one? Uh, I'm not sure. You, Eureka O'Hara. Isn't she, isn't Eureka white? Yeah. Did you no, not I see? Think... Did you not see when Eureka was defending herself from being racist? And she oh, was oh, like, oh. "I can't be racist. I want to be black." And we were like, "Girl." No. Oh, she made that comment. Okay, well, I missed that because she does not exist to me. Moving on. Oh, <laughs> anyway, Moving speaking on. of, sorry to interrupt you. We've been talking about this all week, and I feel like we just need to mention it now. Mm-hmm. While we're talking about drag queens. Mm-hmm. Trixie Mattel. Oh, Trixie. Who? Who? You mean Tracy Martell? Tracy Martell. <laughs> I, I mean, I really like Trixie. I think Trixie's funny. I really That's... like the web show. I, yes. I liked her on Drag Race, although I didn't think she should have won All Stars 3. Shandor of course. Team for Rubbery. The rubbery. Trixie herself doesn't seem to be that problematic or have 
that caused that many issues. She, or at least she's smart enough not to say the stuff. But she don't. She has a way of picking who to get involved with. Mm-hmm. So there was the Jeffrey Star collaboration mm-hmm. moment. There was a few weeks ago Alana Del Rey saying. Oh God, Miss Fragile. Miss Fragile, Miss Delta. Miss Soft, that. And then, yeah. So I, I queue up my YouTube. I'm going to see. Oh, we're going to watch recommended video. Um, Trixie Mattel and Manny MUA. Oh God! I sure. I thought he was dead. Wasn't she cancelled along with the rest of them? She must have been at some point. Yeah, I swear. They, I swear point. she was cancelled. There's nothing. Nobody messier than, um, you like YouTube makeup eyes. Yeah. Oh, we need to get into that world because that's, that's a, a yeah. real drama. Is. Yeah, that's there's always conflama. a there's always a drama. That is that is the ultimate version of conflama. And they <laughs> come for each other. Yes, they, like like press on nails are on, lashes are done, <laughs> but I'm ripping off yours. Like oh, they God. they don't let each other breathe. Yeah, I'm they're like, always they're just... al- they're always bickering. It's, it's, it's just it's, makeup, babes. Yeah, it's just yeah, just shut him out and do your makeup and go. Do your makeup like, and go. Your face, you look pretty. <laughs> some of you. We know, yeah, we know you're some good. Of you we look know pretty. Yeah, Manny some. Anyway. <laughs> you. Some of you look pretty. Some are just questionable. Jeffrey, I'm sorry, I don't know how much makeup's going to work on that face to make it oh, look anything. Also, can we just talk about quickly the fact that he has he has a black no. boyfriend now? No. Okay. Good, because that's refuse, another tea. <laughs> I refuse to see this. Uh, I. I it's a mess. The, I th- personally, I think the makeup world is very messy. Of course, and it it's is. been proved. It's been proven time and time and time and time and time again. From from the from the 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 the, vit- the gummy bears vit- vitamin drama at Coachella, Coachella to the other one complaining and saying, "Oh well, I'm just going to bring on a makeup palette um, in the middle of, in the middle of a pandemic." And then the other one, this is, it's just a mess. They all, and then the other one crying, oh, well, they made me think the way I did about this boy. Yeah, okay, honey, bye. What we need to do, <laughs> essentially, is in the gay podcasting world, we need to get a lot messier with each other. We're all too far too supportive. We're all going on each other's shows and, mm-hmm. like, talking about our projects and everyone's having a good time and a kick in and laugh, laugh, laugh. When we should be coming out on our shows and reading them all for filth. And be like, you Agreed. did this, and you were over here, da da da. But all at the same time, being like, and also remember to buy my my new beauty blender collection. I don't know if those are that's a thing that people do, but so I'm just saying, <laughs> LGBT podcasters of the world, I see you, I I feel you, and I'm coming for your neck. <laughs> hard, absolute hard. I mean, no, none this. of us will get cancelled. That's not how it works. Yeah, but hey, it is what it is. <laughs> we just need more drama. We just need more conflama. Watch me jump into one of their DMs right now and call them a bitch. <laughs> no, I'm going to do it right now. Oh, uh, right now, Nick, pick, pick a pick a podcast, and I'm going to call them a bitch. Mmm. Pick a uh, pick a podcast. Yes, pick an LGBT podcast that we know. I'm going to go into their DMs right now and Ooh. call them a bitch. Oh, queer talk. Okay, where is it? Of course, it's queer talk. Right. Mercino Spencer. Oh, Spencer. Okay. What? Oh, well, this might be some drama. I don't follow Spencer on Instagram. Oh, the shade. The shade. Right, well, I'm going to follow him. Shade. No, I've followed. I've followed. I'm in my message. I'm going to click. Oh, my God. Sorry. Um,. One of the record, you know how if you follow someone on Instagram and then it drops down suggested for you. Yes. The first suggested for you, I was like, oh, I recognise that face, and then go on the account. It's basically a guy who has been messaging me, <laughs> messaging me on Grinder for oh! weeks, like actual weeks. And I think I was hungover once and I spoke to him, like just chat, 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 and then it's just been nonstop. So anyway, right, <laughs> just saying, um, you're a bitch. Sent. <laughs> Send. Oh, we love to see it. I did that for you, listeners. Now we'll see what happens. <laughs> now we'll see what happens. <laughs> the drama. The drama. 
Sorry, right. you, were, you were telling me something, <laughs> and I went on <laughs> as many tangents as I could. As usual, I was just saying that it's always um, there's always a drama in there. Well, it's always it's always a effing drama, and I just don't get it. I just don't get it. But it is what it is, and you know what? I just I'm just like I. This is this. I'm just I'm just gonna end that Trixie drama real quick. I adore Trixie. I think her humor is very much on powered mind, very dry, very dark, very, you know, very, very touches to, touches it to the bone. But stop aligning yourself with these problematic fools for a bit of clout. It doesn't look good. You're a standalone act and you do very well on your own. Do not associate yourself with these fossils. And that's the tea. I mean, <laughs> I would, the one thing I'll say about Trixie is, she ain't ever point come out and been like, I'm a, I'm an activist. I, I am like, I am all about, um, like Black Lives Matter. I'm anti-racist. She's never done any of that. She's always kept it about like Trixie and about the makeup. So it doesn't make it easier to swallow that you work with all these ghoulish people. Um, cause it's not hypocritical, but I'm also like, I got an eye on you, Miss Mattel. I just mm-hmm. got I'm going to continue to enjoy. I, I ain't getting you cancelled, but I got my eye. I'm watching. <laughs> We're watching. We're watching. But on our very important topic of the day that we need to touch on before we finish the podcast this week is the Emmy Awards winning. Who is she, Danielle? Who is she? Who is she? Margaret Thatcher. Of course not. No, I don't <laughs> she know did. <laughs> If the end of her name is Daya or Daya? I think it's Daya. I think it's Daya. I think so, that's what I think is Daya. Okay. It is the 24-year-old, youngest mm-hmm. ever Emmy Award-winning mm-hmm. Best Actress in a Drama, second mm-hmm. ever black woman to win this award in however many years. Come on, Emmys. Like, come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. It is Zendaya. Oh. Astonishing, like iconic. Now I don't know if you know this, but I used to watch her show on. I think it was Disney Channel back in the day. Yeah, I think it was there for Disney Channel. She was iconic. But you know, Zendaya actually caught my attention when she did Replay. You remember that song? That is a bop. And if you don't know Zendaya, can sing. Get on YouTube, find Replay. I don't know why it's not on Spotify and Apple Music, but it better get get there because she is she is a force to reckon with. Incredible iconic looks to and i think it's um it's 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 it it shouldn't have taken this long for her to have received a an award like this but change is you know on the horizon and even and if she has to be the second person to win it we're we're okay with this because it was well deserved because yeah. I don't know if you watch Euphoria, but it's I it's incredible and what's even funnier is um what's even more interesting is um Labyrinth who is UK based wrote the soundtrack wrote a lot of the original music for euphoria and actually won an emmy award for that as well so hey we love to see it we love it well done girl and, yeah we love to see it. and then regina king regina king as well winning winning um winning uh, an award which is amazing best actress so, in yeah a limited series yeah, series, I mean, yeah which is Watchmen. Watchmen. incredible and then i know if anyone else but i'm a massive fan of shit's creek and they deserve that win because Shit's Creek, know, oh, so good. I've they never t- seen Shit's Creek, but it's after really good. Seven was it seven awards in one night? Yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm a, let me just tap in. Let me and just what's interesting? Like to, and tap in. What's interesting thing is this is that that was doubt this. It's done. Their last season was the last season ever, and they won all those awards. So it's a major hand. And what the good thing is, Shit's Creek always touch on a lot of topics about homosexuality, about gender, about being yourself, and they, they, throughout the years, they have touched on every topic possible. And for them to finally have all these wins, it's a, it, it is great because it, it means that they, even though it took this long, it means that they have, they have show they, they have been impacted in a good way. And you know, well done to um, Eugene Levy and Dan and Myra, who, of course, if you watch Home Alone from back in the day, she was the mom. Kevin, yeah, incredible. And then she was actually well, she was in, she was in something. Was I she in Beetlejuice I, as well? I think it actually goes on. <laughs> I think she was in Beetlejuice as well, but yeah. But you know what? We're just we're just glad to be seeing you know talent being recognised for being talented. And hey, we love to see it. We again. love to see it. And on that, 
I think that's going to have to be the end of yeah. Let Me Tell You Something because we got a guest this week. Yeah, we got a guest this week. So now, we told you, know. you we got some we got some cute things lined up, and this is definitely one of them. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going to take a little break, but after the break, we will be joined by the stunning, the very interesting. She comes straight from Brooklyn, New York. She mm-hmm. is melanated to the gods. Yes. She is here to serve you some tea or mm-hmm. maybe some cola. <laughs> um, I see what you did there. You see what I did there. We will be joined <laughs> by Brooklyn drag queen Cola Love after the break. See you soon. We are back at the AO2 and we are joined here by just the loveliest person. Just the loveliest person. It's Julian, a.k.a. Cola Love. Welcome to the AO2. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) How are you, baby? Good. I'm doing well. Well, as good as can be considering RBG just died and COVID is destroying the world. But, you know, outside of that, doing well. Just hanging out. Outside of all these terrible things. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. We love to see it. You do feel like if there was a true apocalypse and you ask somebody, how are you doing? We'd still answer exactly the same. We'd still just be like, yeah, outside of like there being no food and no water and also the disease and everything's on fire. I'm doing okay. Exactly. I'm like, how much, I mean, how much detail do you want me to go into? I mean, I haven't had sex since March, literally dying. Oh my God. Oh my God. Those sex toys must be being, (laughs) you must be rinsing those sex toys. Honestly, I I need to recycle them. (laughs) They're out of control. I think sex toys just go straight in the, they go to the dump. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder if, are they recyclable? That's that's they a that's, that's a story. Well, it's silicone, right? I mean, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe I gonna... is it biodegradable? <laughs> <laughs> is it going to be like someone buys something silicone and it's on the side that says this is a, made with 100% re- recycled sex toys? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Absolute madness. I mean, it's um, definitely not compost. <laughs> no. Could you imagine break down? You just go to the compost, you're like, "Oh, I've got to, like fertilized some of my plants and then you're just like oh a rabbit a little rampant rabbit just hanging out in the comp <laughs> no just me okay <laughs> <laughs> daniel this is a pg-13 podcast jesus no it's a good question is can it I, fuck can I cuss? is it fuck of course you can okay <laughs> H- have you Thank met you us <laughs> oh my god yes we fully hit that explicit button when we upload, so don't worry. Every, every week, every week. So, okay, Julian, great. I want to know, and the girls listening want to know, and the gays listening want to know, and if there's any straight man listening, I don't know why, but thanks, welcome, hi, enjoy. Um, so, can you tell us the story of uh, Cola Love and sort of how you got into drag and performing and sort of what the, what the story was there? Yeah, absolutely. So... I think before I went to Cola, it kind of starts with Julian. So I very much think they're both kind of two sides of the same coin, and Cola is very much just a, a an out-of-this-world extension of Julian. Um, so I, in 2014, I got this job offer in Ann Arbor, Michigan. I'd never heard of Ann Arbor, never been to Michigan, um, completely not on my radar, but it was a job offer that I couldn't refuse. So I ended up moving out there, and actually the first time I got put in drag was for this job. I was planning um, a, a drag event with basically like very little understanding of what drag even was, and um, was putting it together, convinced 10 people, most of whom were like straight men, and was put in drag by one of my cis female friends, and as you can imagine, it was terrible. I remember looking at pictures and thinking, well, clearly this is not for me because I don't have the face for this. Um, so, <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Aww. Don't be silly. It, 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 it was bad. I mean, well, I think what happened was 
she really didn't put much makeup on my face. It was like mascara and like lipstick, and that was pretty much it. Um, so, you know, not quite the full thing. Um, but I left that. I moved to New York City to a new job, and I found that New York City does something to you where you're just constantly striving for more. And I feel like um, how that manifested for me was just needing more of a creative outlet. And mm -hmm. so I, it actually started very unintentionally. I, I was not thinking about drag at all, but more about makeup. So I was watching a lot of these queer and female YouTubers on um, online, um, like Jackie Ina, um, Jeffree Star. Please bleep that out. This was way before. This was like... Before she was problematic. Oh, she was problematic then, but it was before everyone thought <laughs> I mean, about it. She was. She was. Yeah. I, I didn't know, know back then. Um, then she was just like a, a funny, weird person online. Um, and was super inspired. I just like found myself, you know, gravitating to these people. And very slowly I started to buy the products. So I think I started with this powder foundation um, and like started wearing, wearing it out every once in a while. And eventually I bought um, an eyeshadow palette and, and then a lipstick and kind of it all snowballed and escalated from there. Um, at the same time, one of my best friends in the world um, who worked in Ann Arbor with me um, was moving to New York and she also was a queen. Her name is Baby Love. Um, she's famous. Um, somewhat <laughs> in, in Brooklyn. Um, and I feel like both of us really kind of like pushed each other. Um, so the first time I went out in full drag was obviously as for most drag queens was Halloween. Um, and I believe this was 2017. I did a Cruella DeVille look. Ooh, iconic. <laughs> it was. I mean, it was, you know, very understated. I think I did a very subtle foundation, some powder. Um, it was my first time putting on eyelashes and lipstick and a black and white wig. And, you know, to me, I was like, you know, the, the most woman. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and yeah, and then it all kind of snowballed from there. The next time I did it was um, Halloween of 2018. And from that point is, is really where I kind of jumped in head first. One of the first few times I went out, um, and again, I'll, I'll send you pictures, but, you know, the pictures are not great, but I ended up being featured on Vogue.com at this <gasps> event in Ooh, Brooklyn. Bougie. Uh, Wait, the, your second time out and you're in Vogue? This is like my third time out. It, it was ridiculous. Oh, sorry. Third time <laughs> Come on, Bougie. Come on, Bougie. Anna Wintour saw some greatness there. No, I, I mean, I don't know if Anna Wintour is, was involved in, on the website, but... Um, <laughs> let's pretend. Let's, let's pretend. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I need to come here more often and, and get this validation. Yes. <laughs> but um, no, I ended up being featured on, on Vogue.com, and it kind of grew from there. And I, I think I just, you know, this love for drag kind of grew organically it started more with you know the makeup and very slowly i was you know <laughs> buying wigs and it ended up being a problem i feel like I, I would go out drinking and somehow i'd wake up the next morning and find that i've <laughs> i like spent six hundred dollars on a wig while I, oh while God. i was out drinking um <laughs> and yeah and it's it's you know it's only grown from there and the rest is history um and it's something that you know i've very much fallen in love with since then that's insane i mean it's insane to wake up 600 pounds down with like some fresh hair on its way yeah damn right this is why i don't like i know if i come back just a little steaming i do not open the amazon app i don't go on like i don't go on google shopping no. there's no searches be allowed to happen because the things i would buy i mean you at least would use yours for like entertainment purposes and like performing whereas i would just have ridiculous things in my house and no money and no food so you know well done you that's brave of you to do that but it, think, it, so, you know it wasn't it wasn't the most wise <laughs> but but who needs regret. wisdom 
You're gay. You don't need to be wise. <laughs> At least you don't spend your money on like an OnlyFans account for someone else. You know what I mean? Imagine um, you woke up and you realized, yeah. oh, I spent $600, dollars on an OnlyFans account of someone I don't know, and you subscribe a yearly a yearly subscription. Can you imagine? Like you're a gold member. Consider that part of my like health and fitness budget. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Get get those like, numbers up. Get those ste- get those steps in from your bedroom. Get those steps in. <laughs> How do you do? I don't know. Anything is possible. Facing around the flat when you this, look at this is this is twenty twenty, honey. Anything is possible. I mean, that's true. Anything yeah. is possible. <laughs> we are about to get stuck in the house again over here. I know. So. God. Please don't remind me. So, Cola, I'm talking about Cola. Can I speak to Cola? Is that okay? (laughs) Hello. Oh, hi. How are you? (laughs) Welcome back to my channel. (laughs) (laughs) So, when you're performing... It's Cola Love. Hi, Cola Love. Thank you for being on the show. When you're performing, what what is the audience expecting? What are we... If we're going to a Cola Love show, what are we getting? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. So a Cola Love show, I, I, and this is something I feel like over, you know, the past couple of years of doing drag, I've kind of found my own voice and, and how it's different from uh, kind of most drag queens. And, and what I find is, so first of all, I have this kind of dark, very dark, dry humor. Um, so a joke I would kick off with is like give it up for the queens and give it up for gilead um which is <laughs> do you know what gilead is <laughs> no but it sounds yeah, funny so I, please i think that might be an american thing please okay, advise us if, if maybe it's an american thing i can translate um so gilead is the company that owns the patents for um truvada oh okay <laughs> yep i would you know they're like they're pretty evil they like charge thousands of dollars for a, like a, I think a 30 day dose for Truvada so it's kind of a pretty controversial uh, company here and, yeah. and like pretty you know they've been really harmful to black and brown people of color um, yeah. but you know things like that where I, I love to play around controversy and and um, you know play into jokes so you know performances I would put together um you know, like a, a monologue maybe from like Game of Thrones and mm-hmm. mix that into um, Girl on Fire with Alicia Keys, you know. So yeah, I like to play around with the humor um, yeah. and the controversy. And while at the same time, yeah. like I say, Cola is very much like my inspiration is 90s supermodel. But like when I say that, I mainly let me cat. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, loses and face and uh, kind of what's topical and and what's relevant in pop culture i see can you can you just say that last bit again you uh you kind of cut in and out oh um i i was just saying i play around with uh controversy and and pop culture and and you know give face and and all the good stuff yeah can i ask a question tell me is it pronounced gilead Yep. Because my dumbass <laughs> has been walking around calling it Jaleed. Oh no. <laughs> and now I'm and now I'm concerned that like Gillette, like the razors might be called like Gilead. And I'm just like no, I've just been dumb. Not... <laughs> no, for for, for some odd reason. Yeah, for some odd reason. I always thought Gilead was um actually it's um it's actually a place in the Bible as well. And it's also Is I it? think yeah, I also do you watch Handmaid's Tale? I swear Gilead is something about the Handmaid's Tale as well. Oh because that's where they live. Yeah. That's right. where they live. Yeah, so that's I what I thought. So I was right. really wrong. So I was really wrong. <laughs> oh well. I the, the more I know, the more I know. So this is good. This is good. This is so yeah. the 802 is not only the 802 is not only funny, but we're also educational. We're thank you for that cola love. So there you go. Teach there the children, go. honey. I, Teach the I, children. I'm sending you a, a Venmo request right after this. Yes. <laughs> I can we promise only t- you the request will be denied. We only take cash up. <laughs> so we are in COVID times. We're in we're in the the time of COVID. 
um, which means everything is either shut or not the same, or everyone has to be distant, at least in this country, seeing from over in the US and be different. And you are our first. Can we give a little shout out? You are our first ever uh, US guest. We've had Canadians before, right, Nick? But no mm-hmm. one from the US? We have. No, we haven't had wow. anyone from the US, um, which is good. Um, yeah, we only had Canada so far. So that, that's been really lovely. Um, yeah, I think. I, yeah, I think that's it. I am, I am honored. Thank you. Amazing. <laughs> thanks, Amazing. Thanks for inviting me. And, and you know, when, when you reached out, I, I immediately, and I'm such a fan of the podcast, I, I immediately thought about Alexa Stone being like, well, your guests are going to go downhill from here. And it's like yeah. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. No, I'm, no, I'm honored and, and thank you for having me. Yeah. So I want to know what is what are the venues that or the parties in New York that you are missing the most during during the times of the Rona, while we're sat in the house and not doing much else. Yeah. Um, I'd say the the parties and and venues I'm missing the most, you know, over the past two years or so. So when I first moved to New York, I I lived in the West Village in in Manhattan. And it's a very different scene than I currently live in Brooklyn, than where I live now. Um, And the Manhattan scene is, um, you know, there are more of these, like, big huge venues um Mm. so kind of i i consider parallel to like a heaven or like a gay um where it's just like kind of a lot of pop music um it's very very white um and so venues like therapy um there's this really cool party actually in manhattan that you know sometimes actually moved to brooklyn called battle him Um, And for the most part, it took place in this kind of reclaimed church and it happened on Sundays. And so it was almost like this super religious experience. Um, And it was put on by a a woman called Lady Fag. Um, Oh, love it. Do you know Lady Fag? No, the name itself is just iconic. So whoever she is, I love the name. (laughs) Isn't it so good? It's so Um, good. Yeah. So so I I loved all the Lady Fag parties. the other person who put on some really great parties in New York is Suzanne Barch. And she um, she's probably maybe more well-known. She was a guest judge on um, Dog's Chase on Drag Race. <laughs> I call it Dog's Chase every once in a while. I have a question about this, but let me, let me, let me, let me let you finish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, no, Suzanne Barch, and uh, it kind of, to me, represented and kind of harkened back to what I would have imagined places like Studio 54 were like, um, just like disco music, like a lot of club kids. Um, pretty just like wacky like people would just bring looks and that's that was like my first kind of clubbing experience in New York and I will always you know have a special place um, in my heart for those places um, but more recently um, I mainly go out in Brooklyn and I mainly go out to kind of a handful of I think there are like three or four bars that I kind of consistently um, go to and it's just more of kind of a neighborhood experience like all of them have patios and they'll have like stages and huge dance floors um and you know it's just such an inclusive space and that's also kind of where over the past couple of years i've gotten even closer to drag is because it's you know this super queer super inclusive you know more a lot more diverse um and it kind of is, you know, you get the same faces that go every weekend. And so, you you know, you start to know everyone and expect, you know, to see people there. So those are, are the spaces I'd say I miss the most currently is kind of just like my my neighborhood bars in Brooklyn that are just really cute. Nice, nice. Do you know what? I always, I always like, always seen like every single time a New York, queen like is talking about 
you know, New York on Drag Race itself. They're always like, New York is where it's at, New York is where it's at. I know for a fact, my mom, I know she's probably listening, my mom has actually been to see Bob's show on a Monday, I think, in New York before nice. COVID. Yeah, and she yeah. said it's really, really good. And, um, and my mom is a massive fan of, like, um, the, the culture of drag because, you know, she's lived through the era of seeing um, drag being a statement of resilience from a long from a very early age. So I know yeah. for a fact New York has been like, um, the New York drag scene is not only just a drag scene, I'm gonna say this, you can correct me if I'm wrong, it's more of a community as well, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. it really, it really truly is. Um, which, you know, it's, you wouldn't think that because it's huge. It's like, yeah. it's such a huge city and it's such a city that like, you know, people come and go. So, you know, I mean, people, you know, tend to stay, I think, for maybe a few years. But, you know, eventually they, like, I don't know, like, get engaged or get married and, like, move to the suburbs somewhere. Um, like, yeah. some, somehow they just, like, leave. Um, so you wouldn't think that it would, you know, make sense for New York to be such a community. But it really is. Like, everyone. I mean, I'm, there is some, like, Manhattan versus kind of like versus Brooklyn drama here and there but like overall oh, let's, think... can we get into it <laughs> <laughs> we got time come on what's going on we we have time i'm i'm down let's do it um but but overall I, i'd say you know very much very much community centric so i would i would agree with your mom's assessment yes i love it she'll be listening so i'm sure she'll be happy <laughs> so i just have one question for you um you know, as someone who is a, a person of color in America and, you know, being drag is such a, such a f- thing that I feel like empowers a lot of people. Do you think that because you haven't been on Drag Race, do you think it's like when it comes to performing, like do the fans or the audience, do they always expect you to be on par with the level of the drag race girls or because I, I know for a fact a lot of like a lot of people in the uk a lot of drag queens they always complain about how a lot like because they haven't been on the show because they haven't done drag race people expect them to have this attitude or this this performance level like people who've been on drag race can you explain a bit more about that if, yeah, if it's something yeah. that happens to you yeah yeah, absolutely. And and that's, I think, where it gets interesting about Manhattan versus Brooklyn. So I'd, I'd say that's mm-hmm. a very Manhattan kind of culture. Yeah. Is, like, I, I, I feel like, and no, I, I feel bad because someone from Manhattan is going to listen to this and, and be upset with me. But um, I, Disclaimer. I like, like, <laughs> caveat. Um, yeah. No shade. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like there's, a, you know, I... My perception is, you know, Manhattan culture is very like drag race and like, when are you getting on drag race? And, and you know, and as a result, there's kind of a, a standard that you're held yeah. to. And this is where I think Brooklyn drag differs is like, we just have no structure. And um, I think we just have space to just be really messy and very experimental and kind of do like wacky stuff, like test out, you know, different makeup and um, the Brooklyn drag scene is, is really special. I, you know, you need to come visit me and I'll take yeah. you out. Um, yes. well, and like, at some point when we're out of this, hopefully, 2024, but, um, <laughs> yes. 2024, when, when the 802 has been sponsored by Matalan or whatever. So, hey, <laughs> well, yeah. I'm coming for my coin. We've given them so much free promotion. I know. I know. Or Diet Coke. No. Someone's going to sponsor us and send us away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you know when you're on Netflix, when you have like your Netflix special. Oh um, my god! Imagine. Can't we'll wait for that. Yes. <laughs> let's speak. Let's speak it to the gods, honey. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Like, so before we bring, let you go, don't bring them into this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, before we let you go I just have I just have two last questions two really quick ones firstly um, I forgot to ask this right at the start as you boarded the AO2 Um, Nick while I'm asked this question I'm looking at you very strongly okay (laughs) because we've been through this and it should be sorted by now Um, Julian did you get your complimentary peanuts as you came on the AO2 
My complimentary penis? <laughs> I, I mean, I, w- I would love that. <laughs> where, where, where do I pick it up? Okay, okay, okay. Let me explain this real quick. So, so you know, like on a coach, like on a coach, on a coach service or or a plane or train, they usually have like a little like trolley dolly coming down the stuff coming down the aisle. It's like, do you want some complimentary peanuts or snacks? So usually the eight hundred two guests get a get a complimentary um, packet of peanuts for their ride, but sadly. It was Dan's turn to give the peanuts out this week. So don't let him fool you. Julian, I'm very wow. sorry you did not receive your peanuts. Until then, please, please send all hate mail, all disclaimers to Daniel Partington. Thank you very much. Wow. Wow. Is it because <laughs> I'm black? <laughs> <laughs> Honey, why, why, why I got to be black? Why I got to be black? <laughs> Don't Why gotta be black? I know what you're doing. Why gotta be black? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, well, we'll get the nuts issue sorted. But last question, and Julian, it's been so much fun having you on the show. I'm sad we don't have a whole, like, two hours to go. But this is probably the most important question, and I think most listeners will want to know this. Um, just how cute am I in real life? Oh, my goodness. Oh, um, delicious. Thank you. So, if you don't know, um, Julian came to London for a year to uh, study at my uni, um, and that's where we met. Uh, we have been friends ever since. Um, we have seen each other in the best of times and the messiest of times. We I love think. to see it. But it's, um, it's been a it's been a fun ride. But no, I do remember Dan the first time seeing you, and I was like, "Who the fuck is that?" Um, and this was before being friends with you and, and now, you know, seeing your personality, I feel like that kind of word off a little bit, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the read of the read of the century. We love no, to see it. Just, just kidding. I, I adore you and yeah. I'm so proud of, of what you're doing. Yeah. And just if anybody ever gets the chance to meet Julian in person, you just have to compliment how gorgeous his skin is. It's like it's like you have just like bathed in coconut oil for hours and then you just he just glistens. He just glistens at every chance. Ugh, I hate you so much. Hey, you know, it's what can I say? Rice crispy streets and Marlboro menthols. That's my skincare routine. <laughs> Do not suggest smoking. No, no. How are we gonna get sponsored I, by Diet terrible. Coke if we suggest smoking? <laughs> The director. I, I just I just ruined the show. Oh my <laughs> god. Uh, well, we have loved having you here on the AO2. Thank you so much for coming on and being a yes. guest on us. Um, when here. when everything, you know, if everything ever goes back to normal, you can trust that me and Nick will be on a flight over to New York as soon 100%. as one hundred percent. And you better take us out. Um, we, we're going to look cute for it because we're not going to embarrass you on, in your own streets. <laughs> yeah. I, I am waiting for that day. I, I seriously, seriously can't wait for that day. Like, stay with me. Like, we'll go out. It'll yes. be such a blast. Amazing. Um, so, yeah. Let's do it. Amazing. Excellent. Thank you so much, Julian. Love you. Thank you. Thanks you for too. coming. See Bye. you soon. Bye. See you. Isn't he a treat? Yes, that was lovely. That was really, really lovely. It's just oh. one of the loveliest people. So open, so creative oh. and interesting. Um, and has a little uh, baby dog called London. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> so cute. Anyway, guys, that's been the 802. Yes. With uh, me, your resident conductor. And Nick, the driver of this. <laughs> to hell driving for dick oh my god <laughs> don't worry on the show she, don't worry we, we 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 got plans for sophie on the show don't you don't you fret don't you fret cool. well don't guys fret. this this is this is the part where we we make a little request from you and you know lockdown two's coming we're all a bit bummed out mm-hmm. and what would really make 
the world just a bit of a brighter place as if you just left a little share. You just share. Yeah, just hit that share button. You're listening yeah. to the podcast, share it on your story. You feel it. Put it in the group chat. You enjoyed it. Shared with the people. (laughs) Shared with your six friends. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, the rule of six. Share it with your six friends. We're only allowed six. Okay. Um. Actually, I guess we have to be one of the six, so we're allowed five. Yeah. So you know. Some culls. I've got seven friends. Two of them are going to have to go. Oh, the chap. Oh, the chap. I'm sorry, my dear. He has a lip sync for the sixth position. Yeah. It's all right. I it's mean, we know right. it'll be Troy. It's fine. Oh, my God. We love him, but a bitch's got to go. Speaking <laughs> of, we should get out of here. Um, yes. You can follow the 82 podcast on the 82 podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And <laughs> question for the back of the bus which comes out every single friday um you need to email that to the 82 podcast at gmail.com or you can just send it to uh, uh, as a dm to either me or nick you can yes. find me at dan james ldn on instagram and twitter and you can find me underscore nick charles on twitter and nk.charles on instagram and if you really 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 want to get into the messages hit us up it's the 82 podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget, hit us a like, hit a subscribe, let us know. Just take the fucking content because we're going to give it to you in lockdown, out of lockdown, after lockdown. You're going to get we it. We gave it to you in lockdown one. We're yeah, going to you're going to in lockdown two. We'll be here and for beyond. three, four, and five. Okay. Amen. We are, the, we are the voice of lockdown now. <laughs> we are. So stay tuned, bitches, because we, stay locked and loaded. Stay locked down, loaded down. We're all gonna have a good time. And hell, it's Christmas soon, and that'll be it. That'll be a thing that happens. I know, I know. But until then, it's been another great week of the 802, and we hope you guys enjoyed it. We hope you love it. And you know what? Keep keep safe, and we'll see you soon. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.